Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Bengalis in New York show. My name is Arik and uh, we were repping it for, you know, the Bronx, Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, Staten Island, and all over the world. So welcome and enjoy. Hi everyone, it's Cam uh, from Boney. I'm here too, guys. What's up? How y'all doing? We have a special guest today. We have uh, Musa. Uh, I'm sure you've seen him on Instagram and on YouTube, a really talented Bengali uh, rapper. I'm um, sorry, Bengali singer. Bengali singer. <laughs> uh, Musa, you want to introduce yourself? Hey, what's up, guys? This is Musa. Um, you probably heard one of my songs, like, if you're into Bangla music, either Bondure or my newest song, which was Shopnoto Dekechi. And the one with Nish, if you know who Nish is, Bola um, Bangladesh. So those are like my main three out there. Yeah, I saw the video for Bondure. That was a sick video. Yeah. Who yeah. did the video? Uh, so I originally signed Bondure to Kinetic Music. Okay. And that was my first Bangla song. So yeah. I didn't know what was it going to be. It was like, is it going to be something like Fabi? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know what to expect. So I was like, yeah, I'm not going to be in the video. You guys, do, I, I give you the song. You guys believe in the song, sure, do whatever you want. Mm. And next thing you know, they got like two of the best actors in Bangladesh. Yeah, and Wow. And they just... I'm a Sion fan. They got, I saw Sion and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> this, is, this is not small, this is big. So, so your goal wasn't even to tap into the Bangla market No, no, they just told me to do a Bangla song. Because I, when I first got in contact with them, they signed one of this Hindi song that I was doing. I'm not into like... I was never really into South Asian culture before. But I saw everybody doing it, and I was like, you know what, I could do this, let me, let me, let me do it. So I yeah. did a Hindi song, and then they signed it, and they were like, you should do Bangla. And I was like, yeah. So I thought about it, wow. and then I came up with Bondure, and then the wow. rest is like... Now, we, now, was your Bangla good before that? No, no, no. My Bangla was way better than it, uh, before. Before is like I know I know Shuddha, but I don't know okay. like exactly like okay. in the song I say Palo Bashpo when it's pronounced Palo yeah. So it was it was like everybody was checking me out on that, but you know it's like when you hear the audio of people yeah. singing, you don't hear the H sometimes. Did you have to do like go to like a dialect coach or anything like that? No, no, no. They were just cool with it. Uh, they were like it's it's close enough. I mean, okay. Yeah, they just they just didn't want to touch it because they thought it was really good. Gotcha. So they just mixed the master and it's like, boom. Gotcha. Okay, okay, that's cool. Bondure, like, was that all you? Like, yeah, that except you? the beat. Okay. Except the beat. Um, the original beat was completely different than that. And that was the... They, they took... The, it, was, it took a year okay. to get everything finalized. So... Yeah. How, how long have you, would you say you've been singing? I've been singing since middle school. It's like sixth grade. Or, and, like, when did you decide, like, I want to make this... More something I do professionally. So when I was fifteen or sixteen, I entered this uh, Grammys for schools, high schools. It's officially sponsored by the official Grammys, mm -hmm. and I entered the competition, and my song got recognized, and I was upstage with one of uh, Chris Brown's producers, and Dope. and that just like was like, oh man, I, I did that. So it was like a confidence boost for me, and then since then, I was like, I could do this. Dope. Yeah, but in what the English market, it's like so hard. Yeah, so. I can imagine. But you know, the thing is, about Bangladesh, this is what, 160 million people there? Yeah. If 10% of them listen to your album and you're set. Yeah, so, so I did the, after that, my management told me the research things after Bundura. They were like, mm -hmm. dude, Bangladesh is like the seventh largest country in the world. Insane. Eighth most, Bangladesh is the most, eighth 
uh, most spoken language yeah. in the world. So it's like if you could get a small percentage of that to to you know bop to you, then you're set for right. life. Yeah. Yeah, I just realized too. I said 160 million. That's Bangladesh, and then you're right in India. That's like another. Like probably yeah, 50 you get the side. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. West Bengal. So there's a huge population that can, that if you can tap into, that's amazing. I have a friend, uh, uh, Bappi. He's uh, we featured him. He's one of the people that one of those rappers in Stoic Bliss that was like early 2000s. Nice. And I see him as just like a normal guy. We play. I mean, we talk about basketball, and, but he goes to Bangladesh and he's like huge because they had that one song. Uh, not one song, they had other songs, but they had this one huge song, it was called Arajigai, and it just like took off, and it was like on these Bengali Natoks, and like, the, he's just famous over there, and here he's just like, like a, like a friend, so I find that fascinating. Yeah. Are you the, um, only singer in your family? Is that, or? Yeah, yeah, got uh, you my, my grandfather you? was really into like, Bala, Bala, Bala songs. Okay, Bala songs, yeah. that's a trend. Yes. <laughs> so I was trying to incorporate, uh, in my album, I incorporate Bala in, in the album like okay. I realized Baal is trap I don't know if you have guys seen it that way that's interesting Baal yeah. is, is trap because uh, the the triplets it's the the instrumental is always in, in triplets so it's like dun 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 interesting dun, dun. so it's like you could imagine like Future's voice on that that's interesting in, in, in triplets so it's like Baal is, is legit trap so it's in my blood to be a trap artist if I wanted to <laughs> I, love that. I love that you know a few years ago there was like a whole trend of like hip hop artists using um, Indian like background music or beats like have they ever done that with Bangla music? Um, I don't think they have ever but one thing that I've I've said to myself and I told everyone that I come across is like the world is so diverse because of social media that language is the new instrument and when people hear new language, it's like hearing a new sound, especially the way it's sung and the way it's pronounced. It's like a complete new sound to them. And that's one reason why Future's No Mask song became such a hit, because that flute was, was not a Western type flute. It was like a traditional, like, I would say South Asian kind of flute melody that they were playing in it. And it, it was like, it's, it became such a huge song because of that. Okay. So it's like all this sound and... It's crazy. I hope they do something with Bangla. Yeah. I think so. Anik Khan is trying to incorporate that, so yeah. shout outs to him for yeah, doing Anik's that. Yeah, Anik's doing amazing stuff. He's in India right now, I think. Nice. Uh, he's doing amazing things. Yeah, and I love that he's like super like into like being Bangla, like yeah. the flag and everything. And you, you actually incorporate a lot of the tiger in your videos that I've yeah. seen on Instagram, right? Is that, that's intentional? That's intentional, yeah. I was going to name my album... Uh, the uh, Royal Bengal Tiger, but I was Dope. like, it's kind of be cheesy, so <laughs> I do something yeah. else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. How was your? How were your parents with uh, the whole wanting to be in music? Did they try to steer you into other careers? Yeah, of course. I mean, like growing up in a South Asian conservative South Asian yeah. family, they're always like, ah, oh, they're not really crazy about the music stuff, and they want me to do something. Even now, like after all the success, my dad has been way better. Yeah. Like, he supports it. He goes around like, hey, my son's on BBC Radio. He's like, Dope. you know, he listens to my interviews and all that stuff. So he's, he's been more supportive versus my mom. She's like, okay, cool. As long as you get the A's, it's like, yeah. all right. But I feel like with anybody, when the money comes in, everything changes. It of becomes course. a different story. So of you course. just have to work till you get to that point and continue to grow. Yeah. And I hope that happens. Yeah, I hope so, too. I mean, I asked this to uh, some Mate um, who we interviewed earlier is, if you do you have a backup and if you did have a backup do you think that would hinder like your focus on 
on music? No, I, I'm doing uh, my major in uh, business and communications. Yep. So communications is basically like being an actor. You yep. just, you know, public speech and all that stuff. So I don't think it would ever hinder my, you know, opportunities. And I think it actually benefits me when it's public speech because I get to, you know, practice being in front of a crowd. Yeah. Which is like same thing as music. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you, so what's like the biggest crowd you've performed in front of? Oh, the biggest crowd... One time I opened up for D Pride. Do you know who that is? Probably does. D Pride. He's like an Asian rapper. Like he was really in back in like two thousands. Okay. And one day that's when I was doing all my English stuff. Okay. And I opened up for him and I guess there was like I think it was like a thousand people there. Wow. Nice. It's my biggest but I'm trying to change that after my album comes out. Yeah. Trying to do something really big. Yeah. Do you prefer the bigger crowds or like do you prefer the because I know a lot of like some artists actually prefer the smaller intimate crowds you get to um, I usually prefer a crowd that, that knows how to get lit. Whether it's like small or big, yeah. it's like if a crowd get lit, then I'm like that type of person that feeds off a of crowd energy. So if the crowd is lit, then I'm if if it's like a small crowd that's lit, yeah. I'm all for it. If it's like a large crowd or just like yeah, yeah, like, yeah. then you're just like oh. it's a different it's a different kind of scenario. Yeah. So you performed at Rutgers last year, right? Yeah, there? and I performed this year again, like two. Okay. I think it was like what last week I was okay. there, last okay. Friday. Cool. And uh, I think uh, also performing in in uh, Baruch soon, right? Yeah, Moses coming to Baruch real soon. Yep. I'm excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the... Uh, you know, I reached out. Um, one thing, like, to, like, my message to, like, upcoming artists that are really want to be successful is, like, a lot of people think that everything comes to them. But one thing that I do is, like, I'm never, like... I turn off my ego, like, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And I reach out to people. Because when you reach out to people, you bring new opportunities to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So I've, I've reached out to like all college BSAs. I've emailed. I think I've emailed Baruch in I the past. I saw your email, which is why I asked you. Because when you said that I wasn't there, I wasn't a part of it. But um, I, so when we talked the first time, I told you, I'm like, hey, like, yeah. I thought you'd reach out I to really Baruch. Miss that. I don't know. somebody over this. <laughs> and that's like when Bundure um, was like right, really popping. You need to um, fire somebody over this. popping. And um, I just, I don't know why they didn't reach out, but... Uh, when I saw it, I, maybe they didn't and believe I found it out like, you were talking to us. No, it was like from his official email. Yeah, info at Moza Music. But we reached out now, you know. So I'm, I'm yeah, I'm glad. I mean, coming, yeah. Everything in life happens for a reason. Yeah. Like, but so yeah, you gotta take, you gotta be active. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just like, sure. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm in finance and all this other stuff. But yeah, even some of the people that I've asked like to be on the podcast, like. I, uh, I'm surprised that they reach, but they respond. But yeah, it's just about me. I'm going out and asking. Why not? Like, I mean, everybody honestly, like people, people, people like being um, held to a high regard, and they they respond. I think it's I think it's cool. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like we're all Bengalis trying to make dope content. Yeah, exactly. For other Bengalis and other people. So that that's why I'm so glad I met you guys because it's like. Now I have a new network to reach out to. Like I have a new connection. Like for us, for you guys, if you ever need anything, I'm like here down the block, especially yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like I I, I want to meet more. I think New York City has the largest bungalow population Probably. in the United States, and then it's Detroit, I believe. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that if if the youth like ourselves t- start to take over, then we can get a lot of things happening and yeah. we can see ourselves competing with Hindi and Punjabi yeah which is, I don't I, I don't mean to say like compete but on the same level yeah like, I think we could definitely do it and half of the people that like I was told by the, um, two of my friends that performed at Urban Desi last year that 
half of that majority of that population were Bengalis. Wow. They weren't even. It was like barely like. Well, there was some, but mostly just Bengalis, and I was like, wow. Wow, that's dope. Yeah, you know, there's like all these like niches that we're not taking advantage. Of. Like Killer Mike is big on this right now with African Americans. Like he's all focused on supporting their own people, supporting their own businesses. And I don't know if we've done that. Like I think. Uh, I think there's there's an opportunity for Bengalis doing to do that. Yeah, it's not it's not it's not just the people here, but it's I blame like the people back home a lot. Mm. Those guys like the press and the music labels, they don't want and they just want to stick to their own bubble and not just expand. I, I've there's so many people that I've reached out to in the Bangla market, like artists, and they just don't want to do anything. And these people are like like two hundred followers, three hundred followers on Instagram. And you're talking like people here in the states, or like in Bangladesh? In Bangladesh, like big artists, like I reach out to them. Their social media presence is absent, <laughs> and I reach out to them like, dude, be in my album. I, they, then they'll be like, hey, Musa, congrats on your song. But um, sure, and then That's a it. month, two month, three month, four months would pass, and I would nag mm-hmm. them. And then at the point where I'm just like, you know what, dude. Yeah, I'm not gonna waste my time. So mm. it's like it's 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 mostly their fault. It's like, and that's why I think Bangla music is not growing because mm. artists like that don't want to come out of their bubbles. Mm. They like being in that bubble with that small connection, yeah. and that group. And and there's there's uh, there's precedent for this too. Because my f- sister, she's thirteen. She's so into K-pop, and I don't under I, don't, I I find it fascinating that she's so into K-pop. She doesn't understand a word of Korean. So to, so <laughs> but but she she loves it, and I know K-pop is a huge industry. I mean, there's no reason why. Bangla can't do that. I mean, Absolutely. It's just another language, and if the beat sounds good, and I guess if the music videos are okay, I mean, there's no reason why I can't catch on. Yeah, because K-pop does what no other country, well, Bollywood is doing now, is like, if it's good, they push it. They don't yeah. care if it's like mixed language, or this language, or that language. Now, Hindi's being mixed with Dutch, French. Wow. It's it's unbelievable, yeah. like, the amount of Hindi presence that's all over the world, and you just wonder, like, when is it going to happen for Bangla? Yeah. It's like, we're just growing into the English. Yeah, yeah. It took us that long to be a part of the English. Come, come to think of it, though, um, my girlfriend told me this, and, like, back in the days, you know, like, Ramadan Tagore, his music, like, some of the tunes were, like, Norwegian tunes, or, like, yeah. European tunes, and just the words were changed into Bangla. Interesting. Right? And th- that music is what won, like, Nobel Prize, you feel me? And now Bangla music is at an area where... Some people are so hostile, like you said. Yeah. Right? It's just hard to collab. But I'm really glad that people like you are coming forward. You know, that's why we're here today. Yeah, yeah, and for sure. How do you uh, na- navigate, do you get frustrated by, like, the business side of things? And if you do, like, do you have a team that kind of uh, navigates that for you? I think when you begin, when you start, it's like sacrifices have to be made when you start. Because you start off as a nobody, so you have to make sacrifices. And with Pandure, so I made a lot of sacrifices. Like, one being my face is not in it, and then the second being like the contract side and all that stuff. And um, it's just like when you work with uh, people back home, it's like completely different on the business side because you don't know how their royalties work versus how your royalties work here. So everything becomes confusing. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, at the end of the day, I think. If you ignore the money for once and try to build up your fan base, mm-hmm. once it's built, then I think everything just falls in place. Because mm. nowadays everything is just numbers. Mm. Ten million views. It's yes. Worth it from my side. Ten. Yeah. That's ten. not a joke. Well, ten, ten million, million views. Ten million views. Uh, has, has ten, ten million. million. Wow. It's the crazy. one I just released yesterday in three days has seven hundred thousand views. That's amazing. And what about Pula Bangladesh? Pula Bangladesh is sitting at, uh, or it's actually growing right now. It's at six hundred thousand. Wow, it's fantastic. Yeah. That's amazing. 
I'm gonna say like he's probably the most successful American Bengali singer right now. Yeah. I don't see people Thanks, with ten thousand. I don't see people <laughs> with ten thousand views. You know? yeah, I appreciate and that. It, 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 to me, it's because of the sacrifices he made. That's cool. Because to a lot of singers, it's more about okay, I'm giving you my song. I'm on a contract. I want my face everywhere. I want to be seen everywhere. Yeah. Right? Actually, I didn't even think about that because that, that I saw that video and I was like, where, where's uh, where's right, Musa? Right. Yeah. With Musa, it's his like he's saying, and I appreciate it, it's like I just want my music out there, bro. Exactly. I don't care if they don't know what I look like. So speaking of that, what's uh, how do you go about? What's the songwriting process? What do you draw inspiration from? <laughs> I'm a huge Habib fan. Oh, I love how Yeah, that's that's my, my remix, only yeah. childhood. Yeah, that was childhood. They sang that at my wedding. Someone sang that. At my yeah, wedding. that was. I made a remix to that. That's how much I love that song. And I'm in touch with him. We talk. Oh, we really? text. Yeah, we talk. Canadian, a lot. right? Uh, I don't. What? I don't think so. I thought, yeah. was, I thought he was in Canada. He, he lives in, I think, in Canada right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he, he's he, talented, man. Super, super, super amazing. Like Habib is like. See, that's like a perfect example of someone that that explores other genres. He doesn't stick to just like one thing. He have you ever heard his English version of Dean Gello? No, I haven't. I love Dean Gello. He, he sings in English Dean Gello, and I was like, wow. I mean, like he's his English is pretty pretty damn. Yeah, because okay. I think he grew up in Canada. He grew up in. I thought he grew up in UK. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah UK. Yeah, I think he grew up in UK. But yeah, I mean, like I'm supposed to have a collab with him with the same record label, but he's been really be uh, busy right now. He's been releasing songs like nonstop, and you're just like, damn, like wow, oh, okay. this guy never quits. Wow. Yeah, he's, he's a down to earth guy. Um, he did a few concerts here. Yeah. And I remember one of my uncles was the organizer of a concert, and he sent his son to help him like go to the hotel and pack his bags and like help him go to the airport, right? So once he goes to a room, he was like, bro, chill out. Like, just talk to me. <laughs> I can pack my own bags. Like he's a, he like you know he's a celebrity. Like some some people don't realize how big Kobe really is. Yeah, he did. Nobody. He was knows. he was like the ruler of Bengali music at that really? time. He still. When I Palo, think he still is. Like, like when Palawanjo Wazir came out. Like, wasn't that, it was in a movie, right? Yeah, it was. In it was a movie. everything movie, Natox, yeah. everything. Bro, that song was like, everywhere. everywhere. There was like five versions. <laughs> like it was crazy. Mm. But um, yeah, he's a super down to guy. He shared Bondure on his Facebook. And then the label sent it to me, like, look, I think you'll be happy after seeing this. And I was like, psyched. So it was like 2 a.m. at night, I was still up. And then I send him a message. And then 10 minutes later, he's like, hey, Musa, congrats on your release. Uh, here's my number. And oh. I was like, I will still never forget that day. Wow. Like, growing up, listening to Habib, taking his music in and de delivering that into my music is just like... Did that get you points with your mom? Because you said your mom was a little bit hesitant. Uh, my mom is like always. Like, my dad was like, oh, he wow. wouldn't believe it. Like he's still hyped because Habib was supposed to come to my house when he comes to New York. And he's like, so when is Habib coming? Like he's a huge, he's a huge Habib fan. My mom is also a Habib fan. Like my entire family, even my sister, and she's like way younger than me. And mm. like everybody, like there's not one single person that dislikes Habib. I think that's cool. It's like he's an amazing, amazing person. And like. I think he should just like never stop making music because he just does so well. I'm waiting for that cola with you and the beep. Yeah, so he's cool. just been so busy. <laughs> he's just been so busy, and I hope he 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 comes through with it. That would be amazing. Yeah. So a lot of your songs you have you mix like I call it Banglish, right? So you have like yes. Banglish uh, in your songs. That that's intentional or just like yeah. It comes out? I, I I try I try to make it so that uh, foreign Bengalis get into it because when you do just Bangla, it just like it doesn't relate to them. But because you do, like, you say hello, mama, and tat it up, and all these kind of <laughs> languages, everybody's like, oh, this is this is dope. And yeah. they, they, they want to bop to it. But if you just do, like, conservative kind of Bangla music with, like, being 
in a, with the Western influence, then it's just not about this is like for, I mean, the, think, for the youth. I think it adheres more to the North American population. Honestly, the boundless population right now is super modern too. Like, yeah, it's, it's it's it goes with the time, and I think he's doing the good. He's doing the right thing, which is evident by your popularity. What what would you say is the inspiration for your um, upcoming album? Um, I'm a huge Salvador Dali fan. Do you guys know who that is? No? He's like a famous painter. Okay. Oh, uh, with oh the, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, it's like with him, it was like everything is just imagination. Like, he okay. would dream it, and then he would draw it. And he would make it come through. And with me, it's like, I don't... Any, whenever I write my music, I don't... It doesn't happen to me. Like, you know how Taylor Swift writes about it? For me, it's like... It's like, um, I would like put myself in somebody else's shoe, and I would imagine myself there, and then write the song. So that's that's how everything becomes, and I always try to tell a little story in the, in the song. Dope. I think that's okay. what catches people the most. Yeah. So I know you have. Uh, uh, what do you want to tell the people? Uh, what do you have coming out that people should pay attention to? Obviously, you'll come back when you have the album ready. But... Yeah, for sure. So right now, um, I just released uh, one of my songs from the album Shopnoto Dekechi, and it's with a famous. Uh, I think he's one of the most famous uh, person in Bangladesh. He has 1.6 million subscribers. And he did the music video, Tawhid Afridi. Oh, Tawhid Afridi. He's, he did my music video. He loved the song. And this is the same song that labels put down, everybody put down. Like, people were just like, oh, this is not going to be a hit. Next thing I know, there's 2.2 thousand submissions and videos on TikTok. Um, 700,000 views three days, in right? three days. Three and days. it just like, in two hours, it was like 200,000 when it first came well, out. Like, I recently found out about TikTok. I, I'm shocked at how uh, big it is. And you said, you, I saw something you put on Instagram. You have like 100 submissions on TikTok or something? I have 2,000 submissions. 2,000 submissions. And then I'm just like, I can't, I can't post all. Because wow. not only is like that annoying for people to check my story, but yeah. it's annoying for me to constantly yeah. wow. like, just be wow. like, shut up, shut up, shut uh, wow. I heard I heard Bangladesh is trying to ban TikTok. Oh really? Yeah, Bangladesh yeah. trying to ban everything. <laughs> everything. He's trying to ban everything. Uh, it's like if it's not Ami League <laughs> yeah. or Big <laughs> Bang. But um, thanks for coming on, and yeah, obviously we would uh, we would love to have you back when uh, the album's ready, and uh, or anything if anyone anything you want to talk about. Yeah, for sure. Appreciate, appreciate it. it. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. I can't wait. I'm still waiting for the beat. You gotta make that happen. All right, everyone. So talk to you everybody next week. Take care, guys. Protein Bashetaki Amitor Bashar Nitze Mondulena Toki Bondo Shakpo Chapore Keep up at a party Keep up at a taki Keep up at a hashi Ore Amar Party Tell me why you left me Got a feeling empty Akashe, akashe, patashe, patashe, chepape, chepape, bona tui kotai. Akashe, akashe, patashe, patashe, find a way anyway, bona tui kotai.
touch of the Chanel skin, sell caramel, girl, you always look well. Morning, I tell the long drives, rickshaws, and bus rides, those were the good times. Child, Morita, for the movie. I'm in shock, keep humming to emotion me. I say, if you can, you save me. Prem, Shuru, Hollow, Baki, stay. Akashe, 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 akashe